Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. Something a very unusual show. I'm making a show about that documentary called The Great Taking. If you have not seen it, go to BitChute or YouTube and watch it. 75 minutes before listening to this show. Listen to it and see if you can pick up on what's going on in that documentary. It's great information in there, and it's really, really interesting. And I want to talk about some things, and it'll be much more interesting if you've already seen it. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth. And the truth is I was a constitutional conservative. I believed in the power of the government and the Constitution, the freedoms and the rights, the protections, the checks and balances for years and years and years. Just a complete idiot. Believed all of it. And then about 25 years ago, I got the Internet. In a fairly short order, I figured out that it was a scam. It's a grift to keep me on a tax-paying plantation. And when I figured that out, I became self-certified as a master practitioner. I've also given myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for the hundreds and hundreds of shows I've made explaining the way the system actually works. And when Jones Plantation movie came out, where I play Mr. Jones, I gave myself the Presidential Medal of Freedom for the incredible job I did in that movie and by helping with that script. And I love having fake awards and credentials like that because credentials and awards, they're just a way to keep the public snowed and keep them inside of the Overton window the government wants. You have to repeat the same kind of information, the correct information. If you do that, everything's fine. If you step outside, that, they take your license or your registration or your credentials away. and You can't practice. Just like everyone saw happening to doctors during COVID. You stepped out of line, you got crushed. So I like to make fun of credentials and awards to mock them so that people can see them for what they really are. Okay, enough about that. Let's go ahead and get this show going. So I want to make a show today about this documentary movie that's floating around called The Great Taking. And I watched it a couple days ago and I thought it was very interesting. It's very well done. And I want to make clear that I think that this guy is a legitimate guy who actually cares. Even though the thing is still on YouTube, I don't think that reflects on him. I think that reflects on some of the things I'm going to say about it today with regards to the documentary. And I put it out a couple days ago there into the uh, Patreon. And I really hope people watched it before they listen to the show. So if you haven't watched it, I really suggest it. You go watch it. It's only 75 minutes and you'll be primed for this because I think it's interesting to see how much people get after listening to my show and being familiar with my show. And I know the people in here, they are very familiar with the concepts and I want to see how much people get on their own watching something like that, how much the concepts that I try to teach people about the system jump off the page at them. And the only way to do that is to watch the thing yourself first and see what you pick up from it, what you take away from it before you listen to what I take away from it. <laughs> but if you haven't, that's fine. I want to go over generally what my impression, the takeaway of the entire thing is and kind of go through it. It's 75 minutes long and it, it does a good job of kind of giving his background, which is an interesting background. And then the way he kind of got into financials, he's been a financial professional for a long time. I think he's retired, apparently living kind of up in Denmark, I think, as kind of a farmer. 
He's one of these guys that I think sees that the system is not stable and they have bad plans for us, but I don't think most of the stuff he suggests is going to work. But in general, even if you watched it, you may or may not have understood exactly what he was talking about during the thing because it's a pretty sophisticated plan and the level is interesting. But this is my takeaway, and I'm sure there's going to be financial people like, legal man, you're way out of your debt. That's not what he's talking about. I think I'm going to be close enough. And that is that as a result of this digitized economy, the money that's creating all of this economic so-called activity is fake. And as a result, the economy itself, the real economy is in the tank. It has been for quite a long time. And he uses the velocity of money in order to try to prove that point and a bunch of other ways. But I think it's pretty accurate. Like I've told people, the system is totally fake. The vast majority of things going on are fake. None of them would exist in a real economy. And that all of this stuff is really just moving fake money around with access to the Fed window and in different ways of creating financial instruments and other things. And he goes through what happened in 2008 and he goes through kind of what happened before. And the basic premise of the threat that he sees out there that's been put together slowly over time is that these security instruments, which are held as collateral in these financialized documents, both regular securities, which are publicly traded stocks is what people call them, and anything that has a debt on it. Those have all been packaged up and sold as these weird instruments. Anyone who saw the big short movie kind of knows about it. He used some of those kind of examples. The point being that you have a debt that has a payment and that if you combine them together, you can take large amounts of different, very disparate items and get a free flow, a set of income from that, but they're interest rate driven. And therefore, they're subject to going up and down and crashing. And there's a lot of leverage associated with all these items. The bottom line on it is that over the last 30 or 40 years, what has happened is they've taken what used to be sort of regular securities where people bought a share of GE stock and they would get a little actual paper certificate and they would hold that. And sometimes people would have that share, that certificate held at their broker's office, but lots of people simply took possession. And that was your right. So you owned it and you had proof and it was obvious nobody was taking a lien against it. Over time, as a result of all the typical kinds of things that government does, they have changed this system where all these trades are going on and the broker holds it, all these different securities in a pool, an undivided pool. And you get yours and you don't see that because all you do is trade some Netflix or trade some of this or you got a 401k and you've got money sitting in there and they divide it out in an accounting method. But at a legal level, it has all been pooled together. Even the very large institutional types of investors who are holding stuff, they are all being held in an undivided legal pool. Therefore, whatever amount of Netflix stock or Google stock or American Express or anything else 
that the brokerage firm has through all of its different clients are in one pool. But instead of you having any legal right to that, it has been generated through these weird systems of using the uh, Uniform Commercial Code called the UCC to do both debt loans, which would be maybe mortgages that have them, and securities. And they have, in effect, put them into this pool so that when that is borrowed against by the firm itself, that they're using collateral, they're using your stuff as collateral. <laughs> and as a result of that, they are then creating yet additional financial instruments. And so that if the entity like a Lehman Brothers goes under, then the pooled assets that were being used as collateral get switched over to a single bank that has the right to that collateral, even though you as an individual had absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with it, had never agreed to it, you have so-called agreed to it through this sleight of hand of changing both SEC rules, banking rules, uniform commercial code rules in every single state, and IRS rules and bankruptcy rules. What they've done is they've taken these systems and through so-called legal means, change definitions so that, of course, it's still yours. Yes, you own it. Oh, you don't have any ability to control it. And it goes over and someone's used it as collateral in a debt you didn't agree to, but it's still yours. And so it was a tremendous interest to me to listen to him give the historical explanation for how this situation has occurred. The end point being that they're going to have all the stuff pooled in all these different ways. And now they have ways such that they automatically kick into these other international holding areas that are set up in situations where there are failures or some other thing. They automatically get swept over into these international holding areas. In other words, you get completely, you get from what you thought was stock to you wake up one day and you realize that the brokerage company you're using has gone insolvent and all your stuff is gone and is actually now being so-called legally held offshore in some other area. And you have no legal right to it because it has literally all been tied up. <laughs> it's all been tied up legally in advance in order to simply create a crisis. And then once the crisis is there, then they have control of everything. And now everybody is simply subject to whatever they care to do. And it's all so-called legal. And listening to the movie, I was just laughing the whole time because he would talk about how things are legal. This is all being done legally. And it's just such a great insight into how people don't have the slightest idea what the word legal means, what government is, or anything else. They are lost. Even a guy this sophisticated has no idea what government really is and how it's simply a criminal enterprise. And to say something is legal, meaning that they can just take your shit by arbitrary rules they dream up and pass and put into the codify into a statute or something else. That's not something that's acceptable. That's not something that's acceptable or reasonable, but it's a criminal arrangement that the people have been brainwashed into believing is the way the system should be. And I want to skip down and play for you a bit of this 
thing. It's right at the end. It's after he's gone through all of his discussions and everything else. He wants to try to give people an idea about what can happen and how we can protect ourselves and what can be done and where do we go from here. Because his entire purpose of making it is so that people can know and this thing can be stopped. And when you listen to the way he talked about what happened to make the whole situation go down, you realize that this guy has no idea that government is a criminal enterprise. He has no exposure to Spooner. He has no exposure to consent. He has no exposure to this idea of arbitrary laws being made up and that being government and that government's there to help. And I think it becomes extremely obvious when he starts giving the answers. So I'm going to play a little of it here. This total amount I'm going to play is not insignificant overall. I think I'm probably going to play about five minutes of his movie here at the end, off and on. And it's got some music in the background, which never works well, but there's no way to delete it out. So let's listen to what he has to say. Well, how could things be better here? How could this go well? We have to imagine that. It seems to be overwhelming, but the first step is to get this awareness up to the highest levels so that people realize we don't want this to happen. It's been taken to an insane extreme and it's not going to go well for anyone. Okay, I want to stop it there because you can see that right away he does genuinely believe that the people at the top are just kind of making mistakes and are working in good interest. Some people are not, but on whole, you can see that solution makes no sense to get the people at the top aware. The people at the top are well aware. They've been driving this thing for 50 years, longer. But this specific problem, they've been creating and driving for 50 years. So the idea that we're going to get awareness at the top and let them know we don't want this, they know we don't want this. They don't give a shit, okay? They don't care. The idea that you're going to get your voice heard. This is just the rough equivalent of the con-con stuff. Listen to the things he's talking about. Then people are left with this idea that, well, everything will just collapse. And I don't believe that at all. There is a real world with real economic activity that goes on despite this system that extracts resources from people and places enormous stress on them that funds psychological operations that are of course public facing. They're used against the population so that the resources of the public are extracted, tremendous burdens are placed on people, stresses. It's a system that subjugates people. And if that simply stops, everything gets better immediately. Okay. See that? So he understands all these things that all this stuff is fake and that they use these systems to pull in tax money and then fund all this different miscellaneous crap in a thousand different ways that are psychological operations to keep the people in the dark. But the idea that you're going to stop that, well, that's not going to stop. And he understands the people in charge don't want that to stop, but he doesn't understand that the solutions he's offering are as ridiculous as jumping up and down. There is no way to stop it doing what he's talking about. <laughs> His number one solution is, is public banking, public central banking. And this idea of getting to the tops so of the people who are running things understand we don't want it. <laughs> that's a fantasy. See, that's a complete fantasy. And that's the kind of dead end that is probably why 
this movie is still playing on YouTube. My stuff gets pulled down when I don't even publish it on YouTube. They go into my private account and delete the uh, videos that I don't even make public. And so the idea that this thing is really posing a risk, I just find it very low. That this is a revelation of the method they want it out there because the suggestions are so ludicrous about how to fix it. But here it is, a guy who completely believes, understands, psyops, on and on and on, and then he thinks he's going to get it up to people at the top and let them know that the people care. It's because he completely and totally believes in government. Now, let's listen to some more. Now, how could things be different? Yeah. Central banking should be a public utility. The very idea that, that it should be controlled by private interests, that is the source of all the problems for humanity. That must stop. So he understands the problem of central banking, but he thinks the problem is that it's for profit. He doesn't understand what government actually is. How would any of this making into a public utility, which anyone who listens to my show knows what a fraud that would be, how does that stop digital currency from coming in? How does that prevent the usury? How does that prevent any of this stuff? It won't. It won't. There'll still be all sorts of people with access to this public money, and they'll draw up a thousand different excuses and reasons because they don't understand what government really is. So just turning it into a public central bank, that doesn't get rid of the Bank of International Settlements and all this other miscellaneous crap. It doesn't. What the hell kind of control do we have over anything that's been turned into a public anything? They just spend six and a half trillion. They just make up any rules they want. They exempt themselves from anything. You're not going to have any transparency. It's not a solution. See, it's not a solution. If you have to use it, it's crap. Private, independent banking with no legal tender laws. That's what has to happen. He doesn't even understand legal tender laws. It's very clear. Because anybody who understood legal tender laws would never promote public central banking. <laughs> it makes no sense. See, that makes no sense. And so here we go. Guy's very intelligent. He's figured all this shit out. And there he is, complete and total face plant with regards to the so-called solution. And you'll hear why. As a public utility, you know, of course, banking is a useful thing to have. Uh, you have to realize we don't have to go back to sticks and stones. Ah, uh, okay. So that's the alternative. We either have public central banking or we have sticks and stones. Again, this is the kind of stuff that makes me suspicious, but also in light of everything he said, I'm just convinced the man is just incredibly naive in this area. It does not understand the very first thing about government. Doesn't understand the very first thing that it has absolutely no legitimate authority whatsoever. And that everything it's doing is simply coercive and fraud. That's all it is. He genuinely believes government's there to help and could be managed and, and all these other things. None of that's possible with government in the structure of the government that people accept. As soon as you step out of natural law protections and enforcement, and you go into this arbitrary area where the government's just going to do stuff to govern and to operate banks and all this other crazy shit, you're done. You're cooked. They will slowly grind you away and they will take those things and they will use CBDCs and they will put you in electronic prison for the public good, to do it for the public this and that. And he'll drive you into more elections. That's what will happen. See, that's what will happen. These suggestions are useless 
to actually help anything. This guy could have made a show and told everyone about jury nullification and getting this much uh, press, and we'd be way down the road. But guess what? It would never be playing on YouTube. It would be completely and totally banned. You're never going to get that kind of traction, you see? All right, let's listen a little more. We don't want everything burned to the ground. No. We have to take back control of our society, uh, which has largely been created by good people, all the innovations, and usurped. So we don't owe them anything. See how much stuff he understands? See, he understands a tremendous amount, but he gets so much stuff wrong. See, his solutions don't make any sense. They don't make any sense. None of the stuff is ever going to work as an actual solution. And the idea that the society is mostly created and there's benefits and all this other shit, we don't need government for that. And the society is cored out. He goes through it. His entire video proves that the society is broken and that nothing we're using taxes for. And the, he goes through and proves it all. If you've watched it, you'll see I can't explain the whole thing in this video. But my point being that he makes it very clear, anyone who can read through the lines, that the whole thing's fake, as I've said again and again and again. The economy is fake. It's totally fake. There's nothing left of it. To continue to discuss these kinds of things as though they're real and there's this big economy happening, that's not true. That's not true. There's a very, very small amount of the economy that's legitimate. Very small. So we don't owe them anything. We have good things that have been created. We just have to not allow them to control these things any longer. Ah, uh, how are we going to actually not allow them to control things any longer while the guy continues to believe in things like public central banking and government, which he will say later. He doesn't understand the way government works. He doesn't understand the way this stuff will simply grow and grow and grow. If you allow it to stay and remain and don't discuss how illegitimate it is and how none of that stuff can ever work and that if you want to have freedom and liberty, which this guy clearly does, you can't have an entity that's floating around out there that's immune from any liability, that the people operating are immune from liability, who can just make up arbitrary rules. <laughs> Which is what he's suggesting we must have in order for there to be society and for it to function. You must have an entity that creates arbitrary rules and can take your money against your will and spend it however it cares to, oh, within the strict guidelines. When have we heard this before? <laughs> Checks and balances. None of this can ever work, people. So public banking would be like a utility. Any profits would be returned to the public or used to support government. We have to have government. We have to have some way to operate society and have roads and do things that work for society. So anarchy and chaos, we can't have that. So this has to be done peacefully. It has to be done legally. <laughs> Did you hear all that? That, to me, when I heard that, and I'm going to play it again because it's so outrageous, um, really gives it away, right? That we're going to have this money and the profits will be put back into government. Just think how insane this is for someone who catches on and understands. How can this ever work? And you heard the options, right? We have to have it. Why? Oh, my roads. Got to have more roads and other things to run society. How does government run society? See, this is a very fundamental misunderstanding by this man. And the solution is that we still have to have government, obviously, because what's the option? Anarchy and chaos. 
That's the only option. You could never just have a government that was there to enforce and protect natural law. No, no, you could never have that. You've got to have it to build more roads, run society. But we have to keep in control of it. How is this any different from a constitution? You see, you see the very fundamental way this stuff always seeps in. This is the delusion. This is the problem, people. This is what we face. That even people who are very sophisticated and figure all sorts of things out, they cannot figure this government's portion out. They cannot figure it out. They cannot get past the brainwashing of we have to have something and you got to have government and all these different things. They don't understand what government is. Why would anyone say we must have an entity that abuses people arbitrarily with absolutely no personal consequence and can take money from you when it cares to for so-called the good of society to so-called run society? Why would we have to have that? How could that ever make sense? See, but that's where we are. I want you to listen to that whole string again because the options of anarchy and chaos and his assumption that we have to have government and morose and everything. It's just so classic. It really is so classic. Listen to it again. When I heard this part, it's when I decided I got to make a show about this because it's just so classic. So we don't owe them anything. We have good things that have been created. We just have to not allow them to control these things oh, okay. any that's longer. All. That's all. That's all you have to do. Not allowed. So public banking would be like a utility. Any profits would be returned to the public or used to support government. We have to have government. We have to have some way to operate society and have roads and do things that work for society. So anarchy and chaos, we can't have that. So this has to be done peacefully. It has to be done legally. Has to be done peacefully. Has to be done legally. What does any of that mean? That means you must use the system. You have to use this corrupt system that has been completely abusing us and has been capable of creating this outrage. But the only thing you can do is go back to government, go back to the same system. You see how everything always drives people back into that dead end. Every single so-called solution always drives people back into this dead end. And the fact that they're driving people back into this idea, you have to do it legally. Oh, it has to be legal. These people have no idea what that means. They genuinely believe this constitutional conservative nonsense about the legal system being there to protect the people and honesty and judges and the rule of law. Complete and total confusion. See, complete and total confusion. So we have no chance to stop this using anything like this. Minimum, we need jury nullification and massive education about the criminal enterprise that is government. And the idea of public banking Public central banking, this is insanity. This is not a solution. This will guarantee we get CBDCs for the good of society to run society. That's what this shit will lead to. This is just voting. That's all this is. This is a dead end, people. It's just a dead end. I don't know if people understand that, can see that, how this is a total and complete dead end. All right, I'm going to play a little bit more of this thing because it's so ridiculous. These are not my ideas, I'm borrowing these what a shock. in terms of public banking. 
They aren't his ideas. He doesn't understand what he's talking about. He's mixing things so badly. He's talking about public banking and these solutions not being his ideas. It's because he's never thought through them. This is a man that was raised in the financial institutions, thinks that banking works and we need public central banking and all this other crazy shit. Whatever. So something like the tax system, which is really a way of harassing and, again, subjugating people. See, so he gets that. He knows that. He knows the taxes aren't being used like that. It's all being created out of thin air. But he doesn't understand what taxes are. He doesn't understand what it means to tax. He doesn't understand what it means to give the government a power like that. He doesn't understand the fundamental corruption that is there. That's his great idea that we're going to do that. We're going to have this area where you no longer have to fill out a 1040 form. It just gets automatically deducted out of these transactions and crap like that. First of all, they're never going to agree to anything like that. There's absolutely no way any of this is ever going to be instituted, and certainly not with the kinds of ideas this guy's talking about. It will never, ever happen. This is as much pie in the sky as jumping up and down and sending $100 checks. And this is the problem I have with people is that I give people something very practical that can be done. Inform people about the power of jury nullification. All of this comes to a halt if the people understood it, as opposed to any of this other crap. Oh, it's all been transferred. Well, bullshit. (laughs) You just go get it. You could take it. You could take their own money, take their accounts. It would happen anywhere they wanted. There could be nothing they could do about it. You're going to get the justice you deserve, not have to go through the system. Do it legally. Have to do it legally. He trusts governments, judges, and DAs. He thinks something's going to happen with that. He also talks about growing food and having a farm. People in cities and stuff, they can't do this on top of the fact that the government doesn't even allow you to do any of it. And you can't keep livestock. And none of this stuff affects any of the usury problems we have. All the fact that the entire economy is built on fakery. He thinks that's because there's private central banking ownership, bullshit. All those exact same things would be going on with government, especially if you're incentivizing government to keep all the excess for these different transactions. Can you imagine how many transactions would be calculated? How the rate would just keep going up? How they would introduce CBDCs? How they would have social credits to run society? None of this makes any sense. So it's a classic example of putting all the pieces together, having all these things, and then complete and total face plant when it comes to solutions. I'm going to play a little bit more of it. We know with the scale of money creation, things are not being funded from our tax dollars. He knows it's fake. if we had a stable system, some kind of share of economic resources are needed to operate the government. (laughs) A very simple way to do that is to place a simple fee on every electronic money transfer. Does he not understand the slippery slope insanity? Does he not see how this will not solve any of the actual problems we face? So he doesn't understand the actual problems that government is. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't understand one tiny piece of it. And as a result, he promotes this stuff that makes no sense at all and will, in fact, bury us. Guarantee we're all entered into a central bank digital currency that's publicly run on benefit of the people and blah, blah, blah wouldn't be needed for paper currency, just every electronic money transfer. So his proposal would only be for electronic money transfers, but not for paper. How long do you think government would allow paper money to exist if it didn't make money off the transactions? (laughs) It's just, it's so basic. See, it's so basic is 
such a naive view of the world he has, considering how much sophisticated knowledge he has about the kind of scams that run, he still can't get out of the belief system of this government nonsense. That the major corporations don't pay any taxes. Of course they, they aren't don't. supporting anything. So money flows, it could be a fraction of a percent. And especially if you end all of the wars, <laughs> if you wind down the military bases, if you stop all the covert actions which are criminal, the scale of government can be right sized to what is actually beneficial to humanity. You hear all this? This is utopian dreamland shit. Literally no possible way any of this is going to happen with any of this stuff. They're going to scale it back. Why? How? Why? Why would they? They'll scale it up. We have to have it. You see, the fundamental problems here are that he figures out what's going on, understands that it's so-called legal, can't put together that government itself is causing this, thinks the solution somehow lies in government and getting control of government, has no idea you can't get control of government, and nobody has ever gotten control of government. Every government in the world has always started small and grown and grown and grown. You see, it's just a very naive system that he's believing in, very naive as I say, we're being governed by constructs. They aren't even real. And okay. if they don't serve humanity, they must be stopped. And if we're <laughs> going to have artificial constructs, they must serve humanity. You hear that? So he understands their constructs, but he doesn't understand government is construct and it doesn't serve people. He thinks government serves people. It's the biggest, most abusive construct that doesn't serve humanity. And he's pushing for it. Oh, we need to shrink it down. He understands the wars are all corrupt. He doesn't understand it's never going to stop. That's the entire purpose of the state. He doesn't understand the way the system fits together. He doesn't understand it. This kind of thing is extremely, extremely damaging because the information that he's giving people is great, but then they have confidence that these types of absurd solutions can work, and no one points out the absurdity of these solutions, how they fundamentally miss the mark, how they will fundamentally guarantee that none of the stuff he wants to happen, if he believes any of this stuff can ever happen and that things will just get a thousand times worse. He doesn't understand government. <laughs> he doesn't understand it. And I don't think it's necessary to play anymore because anyone who's listened to this movie has watched it. They already know exactly what all he said and the kinds of solutions. And those are the bulk of the solutions that he has besides this grossing your own food and be happy with your family and this kind of weird shit that makes no sense. It's, it's just kind of jumping up and down kind of stuff. It's stuff I hear from people all the time. It's sort of, you know, you're going to exit out of society. Great. You can exit out of society for a while. I wish you the best. Okay. That's fantastic. Is that going to stop what's coming? No, it's not. It's just going to enslave everybody afterwards. So I don't begrudge people that stuff, but that's not an answer. The stuff I provide to people is an answer. And that's why my stuff is deleted off of YouTube when it's private. And this kind of thing can play and get hundreds of thousands of views and people pass it around social media and they act like it's a solution. It's true. He's fantastically identified a very serious problem. But his solutions will never work. You see, his solutions will never, ever work. The idea that you have to use the system, do it legally inside the system to get it back, 
You have to legally go inside their system, which is so corrupt that's taken all your shit with absolutely no right at all to take your stuff. You have to go use that system to make sure you can try to get some of your stuff back. <laughs> that's what it ultimately comes down to. And this is always the way it is. See, this is always the way it is. This is why until you really understand the fundamental stuff I teach people about the way the system itself is the corruption, the belief in the idea that we could have some government that can just make up arbitrary rules and take shit from us and that somehow we can control that and use it for our own good is nonsense. The idea that we must have a system dreaming up arbitrary crap that violates people's natural rights all over the place is what society, quote, must have in order to function and operate. It literally makes no sense at all. But the brainwashing is so deep, it's all over the world that even a guy like this can't figure it out. He can't see it for what it is. And I wonder, honestly, whether or not a guy like this, if I could sit down and talk to him, would see how insane government systems are. He understands these arbitrary financial systems, but then his solution is a public banking system. He understands that the government is corrupt, but then he wants to give the government the ability to take a piece of every transaction in electronic land. He wants to put them in charge of that. How can this ever work? How can this ever work? There's no possible way to keep control of an entity that has no personal liability for the actors within it and does not have anything holding it down except for these made-up rules that the entity itself interprets, you see? And I hope that people who watched it ahead of time also had their basically head explode and bust out laughing when he reached the end of his video and started explaining how we're going to fix this and how we could fix it with this so-called raising awareness, get informed, get organized, primarium. It's not any different than those kinds of solutions. Because until the fundamental issues are addressed about the criminal nature of a government, that exists, which is what we have, as long as you endorse that, promote it, and defend it, you're never going to be able to control it, and it's always going to abuse you. It's always going to. And no matter how much control you got over it initially, some kind of thing, over time it'll simply grow and take it over and figure out ways to get rid of you. That's it. That's the nature of it. So that's all I wanted to play on that, and that's all I wanted to say about it, really. I hope that the show makes sense. Uh, people may not even like the show. I don't know. I have no clue. But I think it makes sense together. And I'm 100% sure if you've watched the video prior to the show, that it makes sense. And you'll get it. And you'll see. And you'll understand why it is so valuable to understand the way the system actually works, as opposed to sticking to all this nonsense that ConCons do and all these fake solutions that they offer you'll see that, okay, here we go. Another guy, really bright, doesn't understand first thing about what's really going on. Understands incredibly in-depth this financial information and the financial world, but doesn't understand one damn thing that's actually driving it. <laughs> Thinks it's the private ownership of central banks and that this stuff could be solved by public ownership of central banks. That's laughable. They would find a thousand different ways to get around that problem. All they need is the central money control. That's what they need. 
that you have to use, that they can take a fee for, and they can control the documents, and they control the assets, they can control the spending. As soon as they have that, it's over. As soon as you have an entity that has the ability to take shit from you, like government claims to, and to then spend it to run society and all these other things, it's over. It's completely over. It will always spin out of control. So, so that's it. I want to thank anybody in Patreon who supports my show. I know this is a very different kind of show than I would normally make, but I really think it was important because I really want people to watch that documentary because it has a lot of information in it as well. And it will show you the potential of what this digital gulag is that's coming and that the people who are even on the cutting edge of understanding it, they have no clue in their world how to fix it, how to stop it, how to prevent it, how to protect us. None. None whatsoever. So thank you to those people in Patreon who kick some skin in the game, support my show. And you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at US Crime Review if this show ever goes out in public, which I'm not so sure it ever will. But if it does, the information's there. And thank you to anybody who supports the Project Jones Plantation. Uh, if you want to, go to jonesplantationfilm.com and buy that movie. Support it. Get some merchandise. Get a gift certificate. It's a fantastic movie. It's a great allegory talking about how we've gone from chattel slavery to debt slavery and this type of digital gulag they've created through legal means, changing this and changing that and definitions this and definitions that. That's what this world is. See, that's what this world is, a gigantic scam being run with government. And we tell people about the way this kind of system works in Jones Plantation. So thank you to anybody who supports that project. And beyond that, I don't think there's much else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. My voice is a little bit weak anyway. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Put your hands together one more time.